Then <laughs> 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 you look like a real asshole. Can I tell you something? She was in highlights in the 80s. I like that you think you're a good guy. He's a comedian. You can say it that way if you want to be wrong. Sounds like you're addicted to a drug. Okay. You don't have to wear a shirt. You know those constraints that you have in snowboarding. Yeah, a lot of shirts on the snow. There's the, the, how many how many sand dunes can there be in the desert that are big enough to board down? There can't be many. I bet there's a lot. How? There's it's no blown around. There's no sand dune park, is there? A park? It's a desert. Okay, but I'm saying like when people go snowboarding, there's like parks set aside for snowboarding. I think the deserts, this isn't as much of a trend. It hasn't caught on on Instagram yet. Yeah, it's too raw. Yeah, uh, The fail videos, it's really mm. caught on now. What's the fail video? It's when you... Oh, sandboarding fail? Yeah. Do you watch fail videos, Will? Yeah, I do. What are your, like, do you have a favorite genre? Uh, Just the general fail videos, I guess, is my favorite genre. So, like, people falling? Fail army. It's just a cornucopia of fails and and that sandboarding i mean they're not sandboarding they're more like sand boogie boarding they run as fast as they can and they just bomb down the hill and then nine times out of ten the board slips out and then they just roll down the hill and then i saw people with like attachments to their feet like snowboarding this is vh1 so it's so it's you know yeah that sounds legit yeah i want to take a picture of your haircut and post fail video I'll <laughs> fail your video. <laughs> Is this, it's a man bun. It's a convenience. It's <laughs> well, how do you feel about that term, Will? Because I hate it. Man, man bun, bun? I'm, f- I'm fine with it. it bothers, because I can't just like put my hair up if it feels comfortable. It's got to be like, oh, you're doing a thing now? Well, you, do it, you Joe. You don't do a man bun. You do a ponytail. Yeah, I know that's different, and I would never do a man bun. Why not? Do it. Because I, why? Here's a question. What's worse, a ponytail or a man bun? Ponytail. Right? On a man. Yeah. Well, that's what we're talking about. <laughs> <laughs> you know. A ponytail on a lady is nice, like Ariana Grande. Okay. She has mm-hmm. a high pony. She's very pretty. That she is? She I don't killed think, her. But I don't she think killed it's... her ex. Do you hear about that? Is that real? Yeah. She killed Mac Miller. Oh, that's dope. I thought you were going to say she killed it at Aretha Franklin's funeral. No. Someone grabbed her boob at Aretha Franklin's funeral. Yeah, I saw... Was that at this... Yeah, I saw... Was that, a I saw that pastor do that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. it was Pope Francis. <laughs> it could be. He's Pope Francis in blackface. Pope Francis is up to no good. Well, yeah, you, the whole, you know, not caring about kids getting raped. Yeah, he's pro-rape. Yeah. I, which I understand. <laughs> <laughs> Are people getting, like, really upset about that at him? Um, I listened to a few podcasts that did episodes about it. What podcast? The Tyler one? No. Um, Today Explained from Vox and The Daily from The New York Times. Okay. Um, and everybody's upset. At him? Um, not just at him, but he's controversial because he's not. At first, he's like, I'm not going to talk about this. Mm-hmm. And now he's like, but it, it's there's this But other, he was directly implicated. Well, for, he didn't rape anybody. No, for covering it up and just he like, was direct, yeah. It's like speculated that he covered it up, and he certainly didn't do anything to not cover yeah. it up. But there's this like, but part of the issue is there's this like archdiocese or something. Archdiocese. That's not. That's how they say it in Europe. Okay, um, you're right. Uh, it's diocese. <laughs> <laughs> 
who like because Pope Francis is not conservative, and he's like pro gay. Yeah, he's very left leaning. Yeah, he loves ball play. <laughs> <laughs> he's he's into BDSM. <laughs> uh, but the other, it's a cardinal. It's not a cardinal. It's a duke. Uh, cardinal. It's a cardinal. Du- duke is a, a member of a monarchy. Arch cardinal. Okay. Cheese cardinal. Cheesy. Cheesy cardinal. <laughs> um, it's a loud sip, isn't it, Will? I had a fail. His can won't open. My can won't open. I oh, should make a fail video. <laughs> yeah, I should have. <laughs> yeah, suck it out now. <laughs> well, this other cardinal is—he uh, doesn't like that Pope Francis is cool with the gays, so he's trying to sabotage him and say that he's a pedophile. But I think that cardinal is also a pedophile. Well, who isn't? Um, I was gonna say the Jews, but it turns out they are too. Well, some Jews. Let's yeah. not let's not paint with too broad a brush. It's just Catholics all and some Jews. Jews. Yes, hash, yes, all Jews. Okay. So are you like half pedophile? No. Will are you point two percent pedophile? You know I'm Catholic too, so like. Oh, well, so you're extra raised Catholic. <laughs> it's passed down through the maternally. Yeah, that's that's how Judaism works. Point six percent, by the way. Sorry, I I couldn't remember if it was point two or point six. Do you want like a key to just puncture that? Yeah, that'd be great. Take a key. Thanks. Sorry. I apologize. <laughs> um, what for? For uh, What happened know? to that can? This can just didn't. The, the tab oh, broke yeah, off. baby. Congratulations. The tab broke off. Oh. And all I needed was. I've never key. had that happen before. Me neither. Yeah. It's crazy. Sorry. I accept your apology. Speaking of podcasts, uh, you sent that image, that screenshot of Cumtown. Mm hmm. It was like R2, Me Too. Yeah, I thought yeah. that was funny. That's, That's very, funny. very funny. Did I you really listen like to it? it? I, said, I did listen to it. What you think? I, I didn't get I, all the way I haven't through. listened to that episode yet. But the description is that, like, I thought of this, this after joke, we recorded yeah, the yeah. episode, but I wish I could have riffed on it. <laughs> yeah. It's great. R2, Me Too. I saw a little girl this morning who had uh, this little Asian baby that had a bucket hat that was dressed up like R2-D2. I thought it was cute. Did you think of the Cumtown episode? No. It's because you're not a pedophile. Okay. I'm right. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, <laughs> not okay. This is what happened to me today. Um, I've been I've been interacting with everyone else named Max Friedman on Facebook. <laughs> How many are there? I think I'm friends with like thirty. I only have uh, one Joe Noodleman. So this is my interaction with this guy. Uh, October tenth, twenty fourteen. He says you have a great name. I respond on April sixth, two thousand sixteen. <laughs> Thanks, dude. And then he says, Ox Max Friedman's got to stick together. And I said, yes. Now, he said, are you bringing honor to our names these days? And I said, no. Then he said, good. Are you the evil Max Friedman or is that me? And I said, I'm the cowboy one. And he says, that checks out. The other one is like a startup founder or something. And then I said, there's like 30 I'm friends with. I've been following them for years. And he says, holy shit, really? (laughs) And I said, one is an aspiring pro wrestling bad guy. One is a red-haired playwright in NYC. Is this true? Yes. Okay. The rest are doctors. And he said, just found that playwright guy. He's gay, by the way. I didn't say that. He said, just found that playwright guy, friended him. And I said, he seems nice. And then he said, if I write a short film about us meeting and you killing me, would you be in it? And I said, yes. And he said, awesome. And then I sent him a picture of my roommate's Meisner acting book. The fact that most Max Friedmans are doctors, does that depress you? It's actually not true. I lied about that. Okay. So the rest of it was true? It's f- Yeah. Uh, there's at least one doctor. I mean, I wish they're all doctors. I wish they're all doctors except me. It was just a bunch of doctors and a cowboy. 
And, he, and I said, my roommate will probably let me borrow that, so I got you covered, I think. And he said, wow, you're a pro. Get that Meisner technique going. And then I said, yeah, I know. And then he says, talk to me in four years. And I said, my calendar app doesn't let me set reminders for more than a year out, but I honestly will try to remember to do that. And then he says, my best friend lives in Shy, so next time I'm out there, we can start planning. Are you also a stand-up, right? And I said, yeah. And then he said, is that your dream, to be a famous stand-up? And I said, nah, I just want to fuck all the time. And then he said, respect. Wow, that's a nice nice conversation with another Max. Yeah, it's pretty good. Another Max Friedman. Yeah. Yeah, I think we have a connection. He seems kind of lame. I don't know. Yeah. He's pretty into you, so yeah, yeah. That's got that's got to count for something. Yeah, we do have a connection because of our name. And he's coming to Chicago. Yeah, he's got a buddy here. And His he's gonna make, make that short film. He hangs out with really cute girls. So he obviously looked you up and saw your uh, we're Facebook friends. Your stand up. Do you have any other Will Saswitz? No. Maybe that's a made up name. But I mean, have you looked for any? No. I don't think so. My brother has another Chris Sazowitz, but the, you know they're related. Just <laughs> 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 <Does> account at all. <laughs> Wait, so you do too? Yeah, but not a will. Yeah, not a will. Oh, not a will. He's got a Chris. Oh, I maybe tell they're you, maybe they're related. what your thing initially when you said it. I laughed because you guys were laughing, but I didn't understand what you were. Oh, okay. <laughs> and then when you explained That's, it, that again, happens. <laughs> I made I made more sense. Yeah. <clears throat> Had I got it the first time, I may have laughed less. <laughs> Look at all the lemons over there. Is that uh, do do you uh run up across those other Max Friedmans when you're googling yourself? Yeah, well there's another there's actually another Max Friedman in Minneapolis who does stand up and his um his clip has more views than mine, any of mine. Is it good? It's crazy. No, it's very bad. And it's lower rated, which means I know that people have watched more of mine. Like all of them. That's how that's how the algorithm works. Okay. Um, cause like people click on his clip and then click off it. So yours is lower ASMR. rated? I don't understand. Mine has less views, but people watch mine to completion more. Okay. Yeah. How, do how many thumbs up versus down do you have? I don't know. I'll check. I bet not much of either. But I mean, are you in like the dozens or hundreds range of what you get? Of thumbs up? Uh, of total views. I haven't checked in a long time. I bet it's hundreds. Because I leave mine private, and I just send them to, like, if I'm sending it out for, like, a booker or something. Oh, I'm catching up with, oh, with Jesus other Max fucking Friedman? Christ. My shitty clip from, like, when I was six months in is at 1.1K, and his is at 1.3K. Is that JBTV? Yeah. God damn it. How do I get rid of this? You don't want that It's such a bad clip. clip. Oh, because that's not on your... You're not no. hosting that. JBTV no. put Kellum put that up, right? Yeah, so now whenever people fucking Google my stand-up, they see this bullshit clip. I got seven thumbs up, no thumbs down. It's a good ratio. Uh, Michael Keeps has more than mine. <laughs> now you're upset about this clip you don't even want to exist that someone has a more successful one. Yeah, we're on the same show. Um, and my CYSK clip only has 102 views, no thumbs up, no thumbs down. Sorry, Max. Can you thumbs up your own? Yeah. I think, yeah, but you get to get the one. I wasn't even aware of um, the uh, thumbs up. Uh, yeah, do you want to put that up to the microphone? and? Yeah, play your clip. Play my clip? Do you want to hear my, um, what is this one? Undergrad Underground? Oh, this is like the best I'd ever had. I didn't deserve it. <laughs> <laughs> do, you, do you have people besides Will, like, tape your clips? Will's only taped one of my clips. But, like, where's, like, who taped the Undergrad Underground one? Adam Boughton. Just because he was taping his, or what no, was No, I got him to tape it. Got I it. wanted a clip, and I knew that show was good. 
Fair. I had him tape the show for me. He's okay. Yeah, I had him tape Parlor Car. I probably should still use that clip because it's like I'm crushing like crazy hard. Was it just a super hot show? Super hot, and I did really took well. the show, but okay. it was like every bit. I was getting like three applause breaks per bit. That's awesome. And like on the setups, it was like it wasn't real. Sure. It's almost. It might not even be a good clip because it's like, like if I watched that, I'd be like, "What are you fucking laughing at?" Well, there was the. I haven't watched it, but I heard tell that the clip that got Lucas O'Neill uh, Bridgetown was shithole. like that. What was that shithole? Yeah. And uh, do you remember? Do you know who Sam Deeran was? Yeah. So he he and Sam like w- like we're looking at it together. I think Sam shot it for him, uh, and they're like, "This should we use this? Because it doesn't feel real. Yeah. Like it feels like you're doing too well." But he just used it and got him. I don't know if that's the reason he got into Bridgetown, but it certainly didn't hurt him. He, I talked to him about that, and he said that we were talking about filming clips at Shithole, and he's like, you can use it for out-of-town stuff. You can't use it for in-town stuff. Sure. Because people in town know that it's Shithole. Out-of-town, they're like, oh, I think people should record clips at Rad. What's Shithole? Shithole is uh, it's a collective of, impro- of mostly improvisers, but they do their own DIY shows. And basically, the way it works, it's like an open mic, essentially, but they treat it like a show, and it takes place in an attic, usually, although they do tons of pop-up shows. It's like, anyone can do it. You just have to ask. And it has, like, a following, and because they book, like, 20 people per show, and it kind of has this reputation of being hot, people bring people to the show, and there's sort of, like, a community around it. So the shows are always full, and they're overly supportive, and they take place in a tiny little room that does work well for stand-up. So it's like, it winds up being this, like, bizarrely hot but also not real room. Like people crush who you would never crush if it weren't for this or this situation. Where is that? It's, it's actually uh, right by me. Like Kimball and Kimball and Elston. Yeah. Yeah, it's right between us. Um, but they have multiple locations. That's just like the the main one. That's the main one. The other ones are like pop-ups. Like they do it at the Cards Against Humanity Theater and stuff. Some people are really into it. I never really got into it. Um, you guys ever do uh, improv? No. Uh, nope. Do you uh, thumb your nose at it? No, but I... No, I don't. They're just totally different mediums. Yeah. Like, I, good good improv is really great. The guys that run Shithole, actually, they have this group called Narnar Shredtown. So, they have like a, so it's two guys, and they have one guy who does sound effects for them, and he's really... Like, he's like a member of it. Like, his sound effects are, like, happening in... In, in like, concert with what's going yeah, on. Yeah, and really well, and they're really fucking funny. I also saw an ASCAT one time when I lived in L.A., and that was, like, one of the funniest things I've ever seen. But, I mean, in stand-up, you wind up opening for improv groups all the time, and, all, like, bad improv is really, really bad. Yeah. It, and I think it's 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 not their fault. Like, it is hard. Like, they're not rehearsing. Like, all of our shit is really her- rehearsed. Yeah. I hate when stand-ups complain endlessly about improv, because it's like, you fucking prepared. Who the fuck do you think you are? You try to riff a set. You'll bomb, you piece of shit. Yeah, with, but I think with other people, too. Yeah, but I think improvisers, like, you could work harder on the craft. For sure. I mean, so can stand-ups. Yeah, like, of course. It were, but I'm saying there are ways to prepare an improv. You just can't prepare a bit. I mean, you have to you have to get your, like, muscle better. Yeah, exactly. But you can't, like, do math ahead of time. Yeah, I know. Um, you take math away from me, I'm, I'm in trouble. Yeah, you're a math guy. Yeah. What's on your phone, Will? My daughter's homework. Are you doing her homework? No. Are you helping her with her homework? She got an F. She got an F. Uh, that yeah. sounds like a fail. Yep. Fail she video. She put on a fail video. Want me to tutor? What'd she fail? Some <coughs> writing bullshit. But it was like. How old is she? 
She's seven. Oh, so she's behind. Yeah, <laughs> it's all downhill. <laughs> she didn't circle. Does she know how to she, read? Yeah. Does she know how to speak? Oh, yeah. Big time. <laughs> <laughs> she, uh, like, didn't circle something. So, like, she failed. She got all the questions right, but she didn't circle. So then they failed her. I don't understand. You know, you like, it's like. I thought it was a writing test. It's like, yeah, it's like r- circle the right word and then write it in to the blank spot. She wrote all the correct words in the sentence in okay. there and then didn't circle the word next to it. Ah, uh, so, so she's a maverick. Yeah, she, little cowboy. It's like kind of like me, like where you like sure you, you like <laughs> yeah you burn you, through something too quick you know yeah you just you're really anti-authority yeah, yeah. fuck them you don't circle shit I don't want to circle shit I don't like teachers well what does it feel like uh, raising a child who's not going to succeed it's hard guys <laughs> it's really hard <laughs> seriously like you look at your kid and you see all of your own uh, deficiencies. And you're just like, I'm sorry. Like, do you see a little you? Yeah, of course. I do mean, you try to, so do you try to fix the ways you're flawed? I do not, because you will not be able to. Well, maybe you can't. I could. <laughs> <laughs> maybe my wife can. You know? Do you and your wife talk about, like, the flaws that your child may or may not have because she's an amalgamation of the both of you? Yeah, absolutely. So, like, do you strategize how we can fix this? Or is that just, like, you can't even do it? Yeah, that? no, you just can't. You can't do it. You just got to accept that they're not great at stuff. Yeah, but if they're great, it makes up for you're not being great. And so that's the that's the real problem. You know, like you I you can tell how people hate their kids. You know, cuz they see themselves mm-hmm. in them. And they hate themselves, so then they hate their kids. Or their kid turns out to be not what they wanted their kid to be, like sure. you're just talking about. Mm-hmm. And then they're like, "I didn't I didn't that's not how what I wanted you to do." So yeah. I hate you. So you got to don't do that. That's bad. What are you talking about for child? Yeah, for child <laughs> rearing. <laughs> where, where have you been for the last <laughs> few minutes? <laughs> well, I didn't realize he was telling us how to raise children. He was telling I'm, one how to yeah, raise yeah, children. Yeah, yeah. Not, not necessarily how to raise them. Just like things that I've noticed that could go sour quickly. Uh. So you think you've done wrong things? Oh, yeah. <laughs> for sure. Like, have you screwed up your kid? We used to force her to nap. <laughs> and like now, at, at what age? You know, like all the yeah, after, uh, like recently no, or when she was not like recently. two. Yeah, like when she was younger. Don't you have to do that? Kinda. Uh, but so then, like now, she has a thing against naps. Like she won't. Oh, nap. she's rebelling against what you exactly. Yeah. So that's one way we fucked her up. You should have uh, forced her not to make money. <laughs> and then now she would just be fucking loaded. Good one, Joe. Why Why did you force her to nap? So that they could have sex. Uh, Was not, that why? No. You, Sometimes. You definitely had sex while she napped. Oh, absolutely. But that's not the main reason. You know, it's like a health thing. How Keep, long are you having sex for? Uh, you mean each session? Yeah. Okay. Not Well, the session like the individual round. Sure. Or is session like, because we are done now. We're well. From, okay. From well, the that's begin- different. From the beginning to the end. To of the like come or to the done with sex? Because you can done have- with sex. Well then, no, that's not what I'm asking. I'm asking round. Okay. For each- there can be multiple so rounds. For e- so for each come, for each come, for each come. It varies. Well, of course. What's your mo- medium? I would say median. Uh, I don't know the, those ones. I don't know. You don't know. Well, because sometimes is it's... Is it long? 
Sometimes it's long. Sometimes it's not. It depends on the situation. You know, it, it be, it, like we, I think we talked about this before, just the amount of sex that you have over such a long period of time. Oh, sure. You know, 15 years. Right. You know? Yeah, I don't think Becky's gotten to that episode yet. That's going to be a weird day. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so, I mean, like, uh, you get good at it. You're good. Oh, well, I'm not good. But she's good. She's yeah. You're definitely. bad. Yeah, but that's that's definitely um, true. What are your deficiencies? All of it, I think. All of it. <laughs> yeah. Do you come early? That must be that must be done, right? That happens. That still happens. Yeah. That's a bummer. Yeah, you know, it, it's this happens. Yeah. But the I think the more the the more deficient aspect of it is like not being on the same schedule per se. You know, of, s- of like when to instigate, oh, you know, gotcha. which it's very like because women for women, it's like they they can't just turn it on and off. I mean, they can a little bit for you, you know, but like they have to be into it. You got to like to get off their knees or something. You got to. Well, it's like <laughs> it's some of its timing. It's just like they're not into it. Right. No, I know. You can't just like. Like I can just start. Wait, isn't this the guy fun? who said yeah. you could rape your wife? <laughs> yeah. I didn't say you can. <laughs> I asked the question if you can. Sorry, subtle distinction. Yeah. <laughs> no, but uh, like for Max, I assume, you know, you go on a date. Yeah. It's very, it's like this is the time where you could potentially be having sex. But when you live with somebody, right. it's like, I want to do it now. And they're like, well, I just had breakfast and took a big dump, so no. You know? Uh-huh. You know what I mean? When you say, fuck your shit. Exactly. Literally. <laughs> no. And then you just you just don't do it. I hear you. Uh. Hmm. Max, you don't deal with that, right? You just have sex when you want to have sex? Right now, kind of, yes. Has it always been that way? No. But, I mean, anytime you've been hooking up with someone, is it that way? Like, whenever you want it, it's just there? No, but it's, I imagine it's more than a married person. Oh, it would almost have to be. Yeah. Like, now it's like anytime, with the exception of last night, it's anytime I see them, we have sex. Um, but. Like, that's pretty standard for early on in a, like, yeah, a courtship or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. Uh,. But you know what I learned is people prefer you to come early than to not come. If they had to choose between those two things. Mm-hmm. Sure. I could see that. People get kind of, uh, they just like, because like you like when a girl comes. Yeah. Yeah, who doesn't? People like it. I don't like it personally. <laughs> yeah, I'm against, it. yeah, you should be against them coming ever. I'm a clitorectomy guy. I gotcha. <laughs> <laughs> I just think it's um, scary. Hygienic. Oh. Um, <laughs> but, and they're the same. Check out this. Are you jacking off a stand? No, I'm cranking it. Sorry. <laughs> Subtle distinction. <laughs> Good bit for a podcast. <laughs> yeah. Max is, is really, really into visual humor. I'm like a prospector. You know those carts that, how do those carts work? With the pump carts? Yeah, with like a seesaw, like a hand seesaw, and then it just goes. It rotates the, the wheels. Okay. 
just like a, it's like a piston. It's the same motion as define the, piston. Nah, it doesn't work Do on a podcast either. Yeah. No, it makes you know, up and down. I, Spins. I, what's the noise? <laughs> <laughs> Do it for as long as you can, <laughs> and don't interrupt me. <laughs> for real? Yeah. This show is going places. <laughs> Fuck, Joe! <laughs> he stopped. That's because you stopped him. No, it's not. He stopped. Wait, I, I would have let that kept going. Is your that lips, was hard. Are your lips sore? No, but my, I ran out of breath. <laughs> you ever try to make the same noise over and over again? No, I'm not dumb. <laughs> so... Oh shit! What? What? Are we not recording? No, we're recording. <laughs> Just lost audio. Dang, we lose all that gold. <laughs> we lose the thing where he makes the whistle noise for like ten seconds. I did get a. Uh, what is that? This is a gift to the comedy butcher. What? From our biggest fans. Fan. Is this from your brother? <laughs> from your brother? Yeah, from my brother. Is it a notebook? It's a Just it's for a, Laughs notebook. It's a Just for Laughs notebook. Oh, it sounds like a dig. Because he was at Just for Laughs. Wait, he was? Yeah. Why? He, he uh, tours with the Beach Boys, and they oh, opened right. Just for Laughs. <laughs> this is weird. Yeah, isn't that crazy? <laughs> I would be so embarrassed to have someone see me using this. <laughs> <laughs> Look, it says Just for Laughs yeah, in, and French, also says in French Juice and or Rear? Hmm. That doesn't really roll off the tongue. And the the I is in italics. French. Oh, but RJ is in italics. What the fuck is this symbol? Oh, it, that, those are the faces. When you just see a silhouette of the faces, they look like, like dumb pot leaves. What? Whose faces? Well, they're like cartoon laughing faces. Oh. Are they? Yeah. You guys can write jokes in that book. It's blank. No way, dude. No, no, there's like the the monster logo that they have. Yeah, I, I that. think that's their horns, right? Whatever, who cares? It's very nice of our one fan. Yeah, I agree. However, I don't know what we'll have any use for it since we don't write. And we can burn it. I I wrote a joke the other day. Yeah, how'd it go? It went pretty good. <laughs> On paper? Yeah, and then they did it at one open mic. How'd it go? Good. How long? <laughs> how like? I've heard. Of joke tellers like trimming the fat off of jokes and stuff. Is that like a thing? Like where you try to. Max's pants might be hanging himself. <laughs> Do you want me to bring Not in good? like a real rope? Like we can, kill you. We can kill you. Um, Is that bad? What? Trimming the fat off of jokes? Yeah. Like t- taking out the words that like are it. unnecessary. Give me some gristle. <laughs> what are you doing right now? Make it more fat. I need to like clear the next time I set up studio, I'm gonna like clear every little For every thing object that could be toyed that with. Could be toyed with <laughs> so that you can pay attention to the podcast. Okay, why don't you get a fidget spinner? That's I a good like idea. Those. Yeah. I like I used to uh, confiscate them from children and use them. For yourself? When you were working at a uh, J school or whatever. No, I was yeah. at my waiter job. <laughs> <laughs> That'd be great. <laughs> that would be great. <laughs> 
<laughs> this is mine <laughs> now. <laughs> Enough spinning. Eat your scrambled eggs. And tip me well. <laughs> <laughs> Give me your gum. <laughs> they are fun. They, have you done one? Yeah, uh, I have not. It, it feels nice. Yeah, there's like a, a nice gyroscopic uh, feeling to it. Like when yeah. you just turn it you and feel, stuff. You feel the centrifugal force. Yeah. It doesn't get old quickly. No. <laughs> no. It seems like after like five minutes, you're like, all right, I got it. No, because you can like spin it on your nose. Oh, dope. Yeah. So that's you another five minutes. You transfer it and you kind of throw it and then it falls. Do people do like fidget spinner tricks? Oh, yeah. There's crazy YouTube videos. You wouldn't believe. I don't believe. Yeah, they'll like transfer them from one hand to the next. Shit. And put it on their forehead. Seen that? Yeah, I've done That's that. I've crazy. done that one. So I've done that. So are, the, are these like, like the this. new yo-yos? Yeah. <clears throat> They're better, though. Yo-yos are kind of gay. No way. Yo-yos rule. Yeah. All right. Walk that haircut. dog. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> you ever see someone walk the dog with a yo-yo, Max? I've done it, I think. Sick. Um, you know it's I listen, You know it's uh, like an epidemic, I guess, are these Juul e-cigarettes. It's Everyone's an epidemic. Doing them and, yeah, they're the most. So like they've only been around. It's a it's a va- it's a brand of vape, but it's like quickly becoming like by far the most. The sold. one vape everyone uses. Not just the one vape. It is the most commonly sold version of nicotine in the country. What? And it's mostly popular amongst kids. Surpassing cigarettes. Yeah. Well, I think cigarettes have been on the decline since vaping became. Well, yeah. Also, sure. also, I wouldn't be surprised if cigarettes as a whole are sold more than jewels or even vapes, but there's no single one type of cigarette. Oh, yeah. Like the Marlboro Light doesn't surpass this. It doesn't jewel. even come close to yeah. a jewel. What, is this the jewel where it's like a little, rec- it's like a rectangular version, yeah. very discreet, really small? Right. Yeah, yeah, I've yeah. seen that a ton. It's designed by the people that um, they used to work at Apple. Oh no way! Yeah, I think my brother does that. And it doesn't. It it doesn't like. You don't need to replace coils or anything. And I guess the flavors are really good. Fucking uh, Malky did it, and she said that like she would she would like be doing it outside, and then like youths would come up to her and be like, "Is that a jewel? youths? Youths? Okay. Yeah. All right. I've never heard of someone actually use that word before. Yeah, youths. I mean, I've seen my cousin Vinny, but that's a reference <laughs> you wouldn't understand. I understand the <laughs> reference. <laughs> Don't break things. <laughs> Why? We pay nothing for this space. <laughs> That'd be so funny if the, all of that broke. Are you kidding me? It would be funny, and then we'd have to buy them a new one. No. Slash clean you just up. just go home. <laughs> that is a good idea. Just yeah. Flee. Just, I don't know what happened. Yeah, just, it's spontaneous. Is all vaping either nicotine or THC? Does anyone... Are there, is there anything anyone ever uses besides like vapes besides those things? That's a good question. They, I mean, I, they kind of vape shit at Alinea just for flavor. But I mean, like, do people in the world like is everyone just getting high, either minimally or significantly when they vape? Is I have no idea. Do you know what I'm talking about? Oh, yeah. I think they actually do have just well, flavored oils. Yeah, yeah, that's what I mean. Because that's that. I, that's like uh, I was reading about the jewel, and like that's what p- kids say to their parents. They're like, "This is just I just like mango." So is this uh, unhealthy, the jewel? Apparently, it's supposed to be. Um, like I think, like the jury's kind of out on whether um, whether vape is like bad at all. But a lot yeah. of people, but. A lot of people think it's nowhere near as bad as cigarettes, but the jewels in particular give you like a really, really high concentrated dose of nicotine. So they're like crazy addictive. 
Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I think like, everyone agrees that vape is healthier than smoking because with smoking there's combustion and so you're gonna get ash and mm-hmm. tar where there's no there's none of that at the very least. Uh, yeah. But according to Alex Jones, there's still <laughs> tons of carcinogens in there. Wait, are you listening to Alex Jones? I started uh, <laughs> reading him again. Wait, the vape has tons of carcinogens. Shit. Yeah, yeah. Does uh, when you when you smoke weed, does that give you cancer? No. Uh, it, the combustion is bad for you, chill. but everything else is fine. Way like too the, chill. The the tar, yeah. like what I just said, the the tar and the ash, those are really bad for you. Not for but, a bong. But everything else is fine. Like with with uh, tobacco, the tobacco uh, smoke itself does have carcinogens. There's no carcinogens in weed smoke. In weed smoke. Water no. pipes are holistic. <laughs> I like you. That's so <laughs> I like you. Yeah. He's trying to come around. He's like, not from a bong. <laughs> Are you high now? No. Oh, dang. No. Kind of seems like it. I'm just tired. Okay. Yeah. You depressed? No. Okay. Seem kind of absent. I haven't slept in like two days. Ooh, from cocaine? No, I. Um. <laughs> Don't touch my stand. Well, you're not aiming it anywhere it. near your mouth. I love it. <laughs> <laughs> just because I just, I've been hanging out. Um, sleeping at your lady friends? Sure. Well, the, I have a hard time sleeping there. Because it's not your bed? And I took Vivance yesterday at night. And What's that? It's Adderall for people that are chill. Oh, so that's still like hopping through your system right now, you think? It's not anymore, but I took it, I took it. Well, I had to work a double yesterday, um, and, and so she gave me one of her Vivance, um, and it, I took it at night for the dinner shift, and then I wound up being, uh, <clears throat> you know, it's hard to sleep Yeah. after it, so I haven't slept in, I mean, you like kind of sleep, you know, I'm like laying there, but I'm not really asleep. Yeah. So all night, just like that, and I, maybe like... I probably went in and out a little bit, but I can just, like, I can tell it wasn't. So are you, like, craving another dose right now? A Vivance? Yeah. A little bit? No, I wouldn't do it now. You just need sleep. Yeah. But you got a show tonight, right? No, it's canceled. What? Yeah. My sh- well, and I had to cancel my show last night because uh, they asked me to work. Mm-hmm. What were you going to do last night? Comedy bar. Oh. Oh, I've seen that. It's yeah. on like uh, Grand and something. you like it. It's run by a um, a serial abuser. Really, he yeah. only hits women. <laughs> Physically, yeah. <laughs> he does emotional hits. He says, "Quit being dumb over there." He threw a jewelry box at his ex girlfriend or wife like and put her, put her in the hospital. Oh. It was a jewelry a jewelry box sounds specific enough to be? Yeah, it's it not is. a brick. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Damn, I'm trying to eat some noodles. Mins. No. Slurp, there's, slurp. There's another one across the street, too. Ramen. Slurp, slurp. Is that what it is? is no, slurp, slurp's in Chinatown. It's the best noodles I've ever had. Oh. Does Damn. it bother you that you sound like a child when you say it? Slurp, slurp? Slurp, yeah. slurp. I don't sound like a child. I sound like a cowboy. So, uh, like a small cowboy. You didn't really I'm have to get six here. Six foot five. <laughs> <laughs> what? You didn't really have to get here early today? Well, I learned in the car that the show was canceled. On the line? Oh, okay. Yeah. That sucks. Um, are, you, are you, like, secretly hoping that... Every show that you have gets canceled. Uh, I kind of wanted to do these two just because, like, I have some. I have a little. I have like, 
I feel like six minutes of new material that like has been working well at mics. Although I haven't done that many mics, but like it's been working enough, and I don't care enough where I would try it on a show. Like I have a feeling it's not quite up to speed with my act, but like I'd like to just see where I'm at. Mm-hmm. Like I like the idea of um, getting back into stand up. I just like can't. It's I don't I don't know how to explain where I'm at. Is it? Do you think that having a not necessarily a girlfriend, but like having having that kind of puts you at ease a little bit? No, no, <laughs> not like not like you have this other distraction that well, you that, that you're that always thinking does, about. Like that you, certainly does. You don't get like anxious about this about this girl stand up stand up. Yeah, well, I get stand up. I get anxious about like things. Like I don't know what I'm doing right now. In life, you mean? Yeah, like, I just had to, be, I mean, especially because I canceled the show yesterday to work, um, I was just like, what, what, who, what am I? Like, I'm, like, a waiter, I make, like, good money, I, like, kind of drink a lot, uh, I, like, Which is fuck, great. and I like, eat at restaurants, like, that's just who I am. Mm-hmm. Sounds about right. Yeah, but that's kind of a weird guy. Yeah, definitely. You're weird. Yeah, I agreed. Sounds like, sounds like <laughs> think, a very weird cowboy. I think all three of us are That's, pretty weird. I like that better. Maybe Joe's the non-weird one in the group. Uh, which, I mean, which would be a change. <laughs> yeah, I don't think it's true. Yeah, I don't think so. Yeah, because the second ago he's talking about listening to Alex Jones. Yeah. Critically. Oh, okay. <laughs> Sorry. I, I kind of want to move to Asia. Which part? Hmm. Thailand. For the food? Oh, don't. Yeah. No. Why, why no Thailand? It's too. It, uh, it's like a very uh, tourist touristy spot. So like a lot of their economy is based on people visiting there. I don't care. Okay. I want to eat the fun food. So is that the best like street food in the Have world? Have you ever been pa- been passionate about anything the way you are about food? I think for a period of time, stand up and architecture. But I mean, like food's been a constant for years. Well, it really wasn't until this year that it kind of went off the deep end. Sure, but I mean, like, you had talked about wanting to go to Alinea for, like, ten years. Yeah, I mean, I was always interested in food, but it was never, like, the primary thing until this year. Well, because, like, movies was, like, a really central focus for me, and now it's, like, I like movies, but I don't care about the one the way I did five, ten years ago. Well, that's how I was about food. It's, like, I still liked them, and I had, like, serious thoughts about them, and I liked it when I was, I don't know, but only it really was only until, like, six months ago When you had so. money. Yeah, it was pretty much when I had money, and I just kind of, like, I think it kind of started with Elska, like, when I went with the, with the gay the, boys. The gay boys, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, and then it, that kind of broke the seal on, like, it's like, oh, you can spend a lot. And that wasn't even that expensive of a meal. Mm-hmm. It's like an $80 tasting menu. Yeah, in hindsight, that's nothing. It's really nothing. But at the time, we were like, this is this is really splurging. Yeah. And after, like, like you know, a year later, I would do at a linear. Yeah, I would do like twice that, twice a week, yeah. like, and you're fine. Um, so like once I realized that you can do that and it won't hurt you, I was like, well, I just want to have everything. Do you now go, I'm slowing down. Now I kind of want to save money. Do you go in and out of hobbies? Yeah, doesn't everybody though? Yeah, I think I don't know. Do they though? Yeah, everyone goes through phases. I think I don't know if you can call it a hobby because a hobby implies like, oh, you're doing something, but you'll like, oh, I'm really into watching this thing right now, and you'll go like really hard, or you'll get into like a sport for like a year, and then you're like, ah, that was stupid. Why did I do that? Yeah, right. There's like a romantic assumption that people like that there are these people that. 
feel like ever since I was a child, all I wanted mm-hmm. to do yeah. was make sushi. Yeah, no, and that's... it's all I've ever done, and I've never, I've and never gotten the, away from it. We love those people. We yeah, lo- yeah it's extremely <laughs> romantic. Uh, but I think it's not. I think it's well, too false. I well, of course it exists, but I think that it's largely a product of extreme mental unwellness and also it's exceedingly rare and it's not the the actual experience of those people is far less romantic than it seems from the outside it makes for a great documentary yeah Um, or everything is less romantic than it seems from the outside sure well except you you know what's not less romantic though is like um like experiences do you mean like you can have like a really like romantic night sure you can have like a really romantic meal you can have like a really uh like you can you can like read one book that you really get swept up in for sure i think that sustaining those things is just as i i think it just insofar as in human nature works like that's just not how we experience feelings in let alone romance i think that our generation was was wrongly steered in the you can do whatever you want camp. You know, it's like. So are you like an anti-trophy guy? No, I like trophies. But I mean, like, per- <laughs> but I mean, like, participation trophies. You're an anti. I do not. I, 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 you know, I don't. I have no stance. That's not what I'm talking about. What I'm talking about is what. Uh, it's kind of like piggybacking on what Max is saying about how. When you're a child, you can say, oh, "I, you know, I, yeah, you I'm really you into do. sushi," yeah, and that, and that's what you choose, and that's what you go for. And I think that was like really ingrained into our generation of like, "Oh, you can do what you can do anything you want. The world is your oyster." But really, I don't think that that's true. I yeah, think it's a product think, of media. Yeah, I agree. Um, it's but, just like hammered home that you should have a passion, and and you'll never work a day in your life if you do what you love. Well, it was kind of rooted in this idea, like if you if you want something, you can have something. So why would you tell your kids that they couldn't do it? I think it was rooted in good intentions. Maybe but I think it was rooted in this idea of we responsibility is not romantic. Like picking, yeah, like saying like, all right, well, be practical. Well, who wants just to live a practical life? I don't want my kid to live a practical life if that's not what they want. So if they want to be an actor, I'll tell them to be an actor. And I think it's rooted in compassion and caring, but I think it's ignorant. I definitely think it's ignorant. I, I kind of view responsibility now as like highly romantic and yeah, because I think we haven't had it. Yeah, uh, it it seems like that's like because the, the, just like the 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 firmness of that and the like the confidence in oneself that that provides. Yeah, uh, or just in like your day to day that res- like having a lot of things that you need to do and getting them done like that seems very romantic to me and i I don't have my my life now is like it's so easy it's so easy i work part-time i work so much uh make so much more money than everyone i know um i can just do whatever i want whenever i want i just like fuck i like people book me on the shows if i want them to like and i just got sick of doing it because it happened, it's just like I'm just like floating around. I'm like this fucking blob. I used to think years ago, like uh, all I want to do is have nothing on my plate. I just want to be free to do whatever I want to do all the time. It's not good. Dude. And I've been that way for several years, where it's like I can do whatever I want to do today. Not every day, but most days. And the days I feel the best are the days I had something on my plate. Like not just oh I have I'm going somewhere, but like I have shit I have to get done today. 
those are the days. Fucking shovel or something. Yeah, those are the days. Yeah, there was there was literally a day where it's like it's we had that big snowstorm where it was like two days where it was just everywhere. I grabbed a shovel and I went out and I cleaned out twenty parking spots in my neighborhood. Just to do something, and I felt amazing. <laughs> yeah, doing that shit feels good, like, physically and emotionally during and after. And, like, having to do that stuff all the time, like, you probably, I mean, of course, like anything else, it'll level out. But you're not, it's not going to, it's not going to cause depression or anxiety. Like, having a lot of stuff that you're responsible for, it just gives you something to do. It kind of numbs you out. I mean, in, in its own way, like, upon analysis, it's probably not that different from, like, any other drug you do. But I do think that there's something there's something very human and healthy in a way that like you don't get from just like drinking a lot or doing stand up <laughs> or like pursuing something feverishly. Well, why is it so hard then to be motivated to do something? Because I think if you d- because I think the mo- the motive <clears throat> I think it's like those motivations come from necessity. Like we're selected to not want to do those things, but have to do those things, Got it. and be rewarded biologic or biologically, like biologically, more specifically, chemically for doing those things. And yet, if you try to, in, if if you just are aware of that fact, just knowing that you need to be responsible is also not how we're wired. Do you know what I mean? That's like, like a the, Tony the, Robbins thing. Yeah, like the self-imposed responsibility is not an easy thing. No. Um, there's there's a Tony Robbins quote. Uh, if you want to get somewhere, like if you want to get to like, if, for example, if you want to get to that island, burn your boat. Yeah. Well, it was interesting. Uh, I was just listening to this podcast with uh, David Chang, the Momofuku guy, and he had on David Cho. Mm-hmm. And they're both Korean Americans. One's a super successful <laughs> chef. One's a super successful artist. And they, they bonded when they first met because they both, uh, I don't know if I told you about this. I mean, I've definitely heard you say uh, Cho and Chang in the same sentence recently. The, the Gattaca quote? Yeah. Yeah, so the, the, they both bonded because they both love this quote from this movie Gattaca where it's like this one guy needs to – I'm too sleepy to explain this properly. Uh, this guy – Gattaca is this movie where there's all these genetically engineered people. Have you seen Gattaca, that, Will? That are no. the, they're the best it's people a, or whatever. It's a great movie. Ethan Hawke is not genetically engineered, so he's just worse in every way than those people. And they have this test for the people that are like joining the military or whatever where whoever can swim to this really far away island the fastest is like the best. And Ethan Hawke gets there the fastest, even though there's no way he can do that. And they ask him how because they're like, we're like twice as strong as you. And he, how did you? How on earth did you get here? You're, you're getting the story wrong, but you're the spirit of it. I haven't right. seen the movie. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> he, he and his, his bro, the story is his brother was genetically engineered, right? And he wasn't, right? So he was defective. So he and his brother just to challenge each other would swim out into the ocean until oh, one okay. got scared. Yeah. There was no military test, <laughs> but like it was basically what you're talking about is correct. All right. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I made quite a bit of that up. But, then, <laughs> but they ask they ask him how did you get there, and he says, "Well, I didn't leave enough for the swim back." Ah. And they both really like that. And what was fun listening to them talk about it like 10 years after they bonded over liking that quote and, and having that quote be like uh, representative of their climbs in their career, of just like total obsession, like feverish work ethic, all that stuff. Now David Cho is like, I think you should just stay on the beach. Right? <laughs> but what do you like? What, because Max and I have talked about this a bunch. What do you think about that? Because that's basically staying on the beach is the doing nothing. And feeling empty, we've I've done that. It's like, well, it feels empty. It feels better to swim. Uh, there's a Plato quote 
which is ironically very similar to this, where he's like, he's like, listen, you can. He's like, work is gay. <laughs> <laughs> no, he says you you can spend your life swimming towards something or treading water. You're just at the end. You're just in the water. Sure. It's not like it's not like one's better. It's just what you do. No, at the end of the day, we're all going to die. So what we spent spent our days doing is not going to have a whole lot of meaning anymore. But while we're alive, no. But I think that his his point is that it doesn't matter. E- aside, even aside from the fact that you eventually drowned, it's like you're just picking whether you move or you stay still. It doesn't really. There's like pros and cons to both. Sure. Either one you do, a lot of times it's going to feel bad. A lot of times it's going to feel good. That's that. You just have to be virtuous in what you do. Why? Well, that was Aristotle. Sorry. Mixing up my philosophers. <laughs> Honestly, it might have been Aristotle that said this. I don't fuck <laughs> Yeah, Max just makes up everything. <laughs> but the maybe quote, we, the ma- quote is interesting. We'll get a fact checker. But no, maybe we just agreed. feel better doing things responsibly because we have not been trained to do those things. For sure. And maybe people used to like uh, fucking around more. Like our parents' generation liked that more because they had more responsibilities to bear. Yeah, I mean, I think, like, taking a day off and doing nothing is really nice if you've spent a month working every day. Absolutely. It's, it's hard for people to do that, though. Like, people, sure. a lot of people struggle They if they have nothing to do in the day. They feel, they, I mean, maybe there's a guilt to it. and they Well, like, people die when they retire. Like, there's the statistics. Oh, yeah. Like, if you want to sure. live longer, don't retire. Yeah. That's just, and part of it has got to be because you have a purpose. You wake up and you have something to do as opposed to I wake up and I guess I can watch golf some more. I mean, I think it's like exercise a little bit. Oh, sure. Yeah, for sure. Like not just physical just exercise, movement. but like just letting your brain just sit yeah. there. And like that's got to mm-hmm. not help you stay alive. Um, I feel like this generation is is like holding on to the, like you guys say, the non-responsibility. It's like. Be a child for as long as possible. Yeah, very few people I know, my age or younger, acts like, "Oh, I got to build life." Like right. I know people that way, but very few. The people I went to college with were like that. Most people I know are like, uh, "I'm just kind of doing this thing, and maybe it'll work out." Comics or just oh, comics, abs- comics, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Well, comics will throw off your sample set by quite a bit. Oh, of course, but I mean that's most of my exposure to people who are more than three years younger than me. Or comics. Right. But, like, I went to architecture school, and I was, like, one of the only people in architecture school that, like, treated it as this, like, bohemian thing. Where I was, like, I want to be a pirate. I want to, like, I don't care about a job. I just want to be, like, really good artistically. Mm -hmm. Uh, Most of the people I went to school with were, like, I want to build buildings. Like, I want to learn how to construct a deck. Now, most most people I went to film school with were similar to me. Like, I just want to, like, make movies. Right. Like, a few people were motivated, like, I'm going to go get a job. But I knew very few. Most of them were just like, I like this. Film school is also not a good sample set. Oh, of, of like, course not. Like, amongst most majors in college. That, well, I don't even know if that's, that's true. That's the closest to comedy I've heard besides comedy for a major. What, film? Yeah, like, it's well, I think, stupid. I think so many majors are liberal arts that it's kind of like college is just kind of fucked. Yeah, yeah. agreed. Would you, when your kid's old enough, would you encourage them to get a liberal arts degree? Sure. Really? Why? Uh, I think that the this the college experience. I think the college experience is important. But would you yeah. encourage them to like do something more practical? No, I wouldn't encourage either way. Are you gonna pay for it? Hopefully. Yeah. Yeah. Are you, you saving money? Are you saving money yeah, now? Trying to. Okay. Uh, we'll you, see. Are you investing? 
Uh, not yet, but soon. Index funds. Index funds? Yeah. I'm. I. I. gonna write that down. No, I. <laughs> I, I thought you was. No. <laughs> I have. Uh, I had to schedule all that. Like I've been dreading it. Like going to talk to the banker. Why do you have to talk you to know? the banker? Oh, I guess. All right. You know, funds. <laughs> well, do you have money to invest? Yeah. So you can just do it online. I don't want to do that. Why not? It's too much work. To oh do my. it online? Yeah. As opposed to going to a bank? Making decisions. I hear you. I like, I, I, you know, it, it's... That's what I'm saying, index funds. They they're, they are as low risk of an investment yeah, exactly. you can make. It's like you're basically just playing the entire stock yes, market. Yes, you are betting that the economy won't crash. Yeah, That's exactly. all you're betting. Which is odd because in our lifetime, you know... Yes, but it bounces back. Yeah, that's true. So a decent plan would be put a little in now, when it goes down, which it will either this year or 10 years from now, yeah. put everything else, not everything, but a ton more in. Like, yeah. that's a reasonable plan. I don't like thinking about it because I think it's all dumb. Well, I don't like thinking about it either. And I think no one likes thinking about it because it feels non-real. Because you're just looking at numbers on a screen. Yeah. And it's also like, well, things will work out. Like, you want to feel like things will be fine. Yeah. You don't want to imagine, like, if I don't do this, things are going to be bad. Other No, I have a couple friends who really like talking about it. And every time they bring it up, I just check out. Kind of like Max is doing right now. I'm not checked out. Are you sure? 100%. What were we talking about? Fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> no, I don't want to talk about the soccer On my phone, it money. says that there's a town in America that had just selected a dog as mayor. Where is it? Idlewild. Where? I didn't click the link. Oh. But it said Idlewild on a bumper sticker. But you don't know what state it's in? No. Okay. Sounds great. I also feel like the you know, democratic like process at work. It's a golden retriever. The uh, generational sounds racist when you put it that way. Of like uh, purpose, and and like collective purpose, you know, like the greatest generation. Sure. You know, uh, there's a draft, or even even like with our parents, in like the '60s, where there's like the vietnam war where mm -hmm. they're trying to like collectively i have legitimately it. thought in the last few weeks i think people are soft like we totally. could use a like maybe people need to go to war or something because this is like people don't understand how unbelievably fortunate everything has been for the last 30 40 years prospect well you know the 9-11 thing that put a little hiccup in everything of course but like that our lives are still pretty fucking cozy i think ultimately 9-11 affected us more in terms of perspective than our actual lives well i think just the like, I, it didn't it didn't actually do anything to me it, yeah it made the tsa different that and just even the i can deal just like the uh feeling of where you're like untouchable you know, sure. like, no, and that's how it was saying. in the 90s. It was like, this is, there's, there's no issue. You know, like, there's no way that something terrible. Happen, yeah. I mean, maybe like the Unabomber. I mean, there was, yeah, know? there was the Oklahoma City bombing. Yeah. There were things like that, but they were very rare and they were not an existential threat. And even in the sense of like <clears throat> men wanting to join the army, like after 9 11, it mm -hmm. was like, Lots of men wanted to join the army, and sure. so like, just from that perspective, it being a, a 
just like different from one to the next. Because at that point, if you don't have men that want to join the army, then you're like, well, well then we have to draft again. Do you remember uh, Bush talking about that or that being like a headline for a couple of weeks? Yeah, I remember it being a vague possibility. Yeah, and yeah. it was like, holy be a draft. fuck. Yeah, and I was like, well, glad I'm in college. Yeah, that yeah. definitely. But still, like, I would have went. No, but yeah, it would have been great. Yeah, and that's the thing. What you're talking years about. Years old. <laughs> Some of them are twelve years old, Max. I would use a machete. You're a very tall soldier. Maybe you're just a different generation than Joe and I. You don't really understand what we're talking about. I understand. <laughs> I think that's true. I think you are a different generation than us. Yeah, I think there's like. Well, I mean, we're not the same age. Exactly. But I feel... But we're so close. I, what you, is it, like five years? I'm positive. <laughs> like, we're technically millennials, but yeah. I don't. I feel much more a kinship with Gen X than I do millennials. Agreed. Yeah. It's like there's a di- distinction between, like, the millennials that grew up only with the internet and then the yeah. millennials that remember a time without the internet. Yeah. I, we I don't the, use Snapchat. Me neither. <laughs> you're, you're, like, you're, like, way older than me. <laughs> <laughs> But do you use Snapchat? No. Are you a boob pic guy? No. <laughs> so show me them titties. Do people um, do no. that? People, I, obviously, people do I, that. Honestly, I don't even know. I, I know that's kind of what Snapchat's for. I started watching this HBO documentary about, like, hookup culture, and then I just, I couldn't stomach it. Because it was about you? No. I'm, like, <laughs> it's funny how you, like, <laughs> I'm such a weird sex guy. Like. What do you mean? Because you like, don't have I, it? No, I do have it, but I just feel like the way I do is very atypical. You're my you're my I, line into I know, yeah. I know, and that's what's weird to me is like I'm not like when I talk to John Gasper, mm-hmm. it's like he's just fucking I'm, all the time. Well, he is, but like he's just he feels like such a more like normal guy who has a lot of sex. He feels that way or he feels that way to you? He feels that way to me, but I think that he I, – I don't think that Gasper would dispute the idea that, like, he's the typical guy who's having more sex than average or with more partners than average. Mm-hmm. And, like, I probably do too, but I do it in, like, a weird way, I feel, you know? Could you say more words? I don't know. Like, I mean, I've, I've hooked up with a lot of comics. Mm-hmm. Um a lot, and a lot of people that aren't comics are just very strange. Like, it's just very... A lot like, of people who aren't comics are strange? No, no, I'm saying a lot of the people that I hook up with that aren't comics, like, it's not like... I'm not like a guy who, like, approaches people at bars. Sure. Or, like... Or even, like, the, the Tinder people I hook up with, like, it's like they're... It's usually, like... it. It never feels like I have this in the bag. It's always, like, this is this weird game of mousetrap where it's like, oh, well, that's... You're going through something Do right now. Do you think now. Gasper like, feels like he's got it in the bag all the time? Yeah. Well, I don't know if that's how you'd put it, but, like, I think Gasper feel Like, one time Gasper and I were talking about going to a restaurant, and he's like, we should just – we should both get dates to, <laughs> to go to the restaurant. And I was – and I didn't know how to explain him. Like, like Gasper, I like – I can't just do that. I can't – it's like I can get a date, but, like, I can't just, like, meet someone in time for the when we want to go to this restaurant and get them to be comfortable coming on a double date mm-hmm. with you and whoever you're going to – do you know what I mean? Yeah. But he, he thought that that was, like, a normal thing. Not normal, but, like, achievable. Yeah. yeah. Sounds awful. <laughs> it, it does sound... Even if I could do it, it does sound awful. But to him, he's like, no, it's fun. It's like, you can just... Afterwards, you can have sex with them. <laughs> he's and got like, a we, he's got We a like food, and we'll just have fun and, like, be goofy. I mean, when he puts it that way, how can you disagree? 
I know, no, I and I see where he's coming from, but it's like to me, I felt like it just highlighted all my own deficiencies. But having said that, like I think that I have sex with more people, far more people than is average. Uh, but it's just in a weird way, and it, a lot of it has to do with stand up. Are you having good sex? Uh, I am now, but a lot of times I'm not. Yeah, because it like takes a couple times with your partner. <sighs> Right before it gets it good, does. sometimes like learn the tendencies. Well, sure. Before you fi- figure out the rhythm, yeah. I mean, if you like just hook up with someone for the first time, especially if you're drunk, like mm. you'll like come and you'll be glad that you yeah. had sex. But it's like it's not like good sex. Yeah. At least for me, it's like that's not gonna be good sex. Yeah, it usually takes takes a little bit. So is that the goal? What is to get it to to get the sex that is good. Or it's just I to have. I think there's it. much of a goal. Like I kind of think, like I've gone for huge periods of time without having sex, mm-hmm. and like you can do that. I just think that. <laughs> well, I, what I mean is like, like I'm. I think I tried to write a bit about this. It didn't work. But like I remember one time, Terrence. You know, Terrence, like hot guy. Yep. He's like he told me that sex is a need, and it's like no, it's not. Mm. Like you cannot have sex. Like, you can survive without having sex. Like, water is a yeah, need. Yeah, no, you can't. Yes, you can. No, you people can't. literally do it. Are, do you, are people you saying, do it. Are you saying you would die? I would say that the human existence would go into... Sure. Okay. If everyone yeah. stopped doing it. The species cannot survive, but yeah, an exactly. individual can survive. Yeah, and that... The, the community can survive. The, do you know what I mean? Like, you, like one cannot have sex, can one, abstain from sex. Yeah. And be fine individually. Sort of like those priests. No, I'm not saying. Well, but my, I, I guess the the, the 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 next step to that point is like, if you don't have sex, whether it's self-imposed or it's just like you just aren't you just able to, you sure. just can't. Yeah, because there's plenty of people who can't. Um, you're just you can still live your life. You can be successful, whatever. But like a lot of times, you're going to be sad. Very, I would imagine very sad. Yeah. Because that's like it's programmed in you, like what you're talking about, and like that would be one of the things that would really upset the system. It upsets you, but like you can. I, I'm speaking from the experience of people, who, someone who's had like dry spells, and it's like you can. Um, a lot of times you're not like you can you can get by like you can just get into something else. Like there's this, there's this new comic I like. Well, should I say his name? Doesn't matter. His name's Andrew Shankland, and he's like he's like an attractive young guy. Uh, but he was like raised religious, and he he just won't have sex. Hmm. And it's Tell partially, marriage? I I guess yeah. And he's like, and he is like a good looking guy. He's like talented. He's this like new comic. He's funny. Um, but he and he's just like a smart like personable guy. But he like just hasn't. And he's younger, but he he hasn't had sex, and he's open about it. And he's like, he's like, I don't really want to. I don't think it's like I don't really get the big deal and he's like i have i and he doesn't masturbate and he's like i have what? i have wet dreams yeah, a constantly. lot and he said one time he um one time he fingered a girl in high school and he just immediately came oh wow yeah which is like so hot <laughs> <laughs> so hot I, I like fingering but that's not like i mean maybe he's dry humping her at the same time that's not enough either i mean when you're at high school yeah hell sure. yeah what do you think of the idea Conceptually, it's like waiting until you're married. I think it's, it's awful. fucking stupid. Yeah, it's terrible. I think marriage is a is a construct, and sex is not. Sure, agreed. So it's like we 
<laughs> it's this artificial contract we created for conventional, like for the purposes of establishing a convention. Um, whereas like sex is like, like what Will is saying, it's like fundamental to the emotional well-being, not just the emotional well-being. It is fundamental to the survival of the species. Oh, absolutely. I'm not so it's like I'm not saying we should do that. I know. But, but I see the but I see but, the argument for it. What's the argument that it breeds? It it changes the motivation. It adds uh, if you want to have sex, you have to start taking on more responsibilities and you can't just be doing this frivolously. Sex isn't frivolous. It's an important bond between people that yields children. Can something be frivolous and an important bond between people? Uh, yes, those are not necessarily mutually exclusive. So I'm not saying we should go back to marriage, to waiting for marriage, but I see the argument that there was a value to waiting. Only when you don't use contraceptives. Like, once you introduce contraception into that argument, it's like, then it can be frivolous, and it doesn't matter. I agree. Yeah, but and pulling out is a pretty decent contraceptive. Also, Yes, agreed. 100%. But like what advantages do you think we've gained from moving away from that norm? I think that it eliminated sexual repression. I mm -hmm. think that probably rape went way down. I bet rape rape has gone way up. I highly disagree. I think that rape uh is kind of like a was like a biological norm. Um and I think that only through societal intervention have we uh, <laughs> what's the word? curved the amount of rape that's happening. Correct. I'm I'm sure that relative to like uh like adjusted for population, rape has gone down over time. Oh yeah, in in all of history, but maybe not like as of from the forties to now. Maybe. I don't know. Okay. Oh I, I, I strongly think it did. I think that it maybe it's it's without a doubt it is more reported now. Mm -hmm. And I think that without a doubt like especially given something like the Me Too movement, we yeah. see how many people got raped and didn't say anything. Sure. Uh I think that my my assumption, and I feel pretty confident in it, although I can't. Prove I like it, that argument. <laughs> my what? assumption, I'm very confident <laughs> in my assumption. I, I, I am. I can't I just, prove it, it but it, it, it makes perfect sense. But to it, me feels it, it, it feels true. related to what we were talking about earlier with people not ha knowing how to take responsibility, because I think we took responsibility out of sex. Ah, that's interesting. Do you see what I'm saying? Yeah, totally. Wait, like there was. How, how exactly do we have more beer? Yeah. <laughs> uh, how did we? What do you mean by we took responsibility? Because if by the whole idea of waiting until you're in at least a committed relationship, maybe even marriage, you were putting off having sex until you were able to put your life together enough to have sex. Like you had to get your life together enough before you got to do this thing you wanted to do, and you had to make a giant commitment. Yes. So you had to take on responsibilities before you were allowed to do all the things you wanted to do. So by saying, well, now you can just do this thing without any responsibility, I'm not saying that that's a bad thing. I'm not saying we should go back to that as a cultural norm, but I see the argument. I see it's the very advantage. It's libertarian argument. It is. Yeah. Well, it's like it's like it, it's the progression of the species. It's like yeah, to get from here to there, this is what is required, and then you evolve away from that, and you have the the modern society that we have now mm -hmm. with all of our. IUDs and mm -hmm. condoms. Well, Joe, specifically, you're saying that there is a potential, like the the incentivizing factor of you can't have sex unless you have your life together will push people to get their life together because sex is covetable. To an extent, yeah. Uh, I hear that, but I feel like you should be able to enjoy life whether or not you have yours together. Because sure, no, I I agree. 
Yeah. I'm, not, I'm not saying I, I get. I'm not saying we should go back to yeah. that. Yeah, I, I I agree with. I mean, I I understand the argument that you're citing. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't subscribe to it personally. But the the main one of the main aspects of that is the consequences of having sex, and that is bearing a child. Mm-hmm. And so if you're if you're not responsible enough to bear a child, then you shouldn't have sex. But if your sex is not going to result in bearing a child, then go you for be able it. To have sex. Yeah, like and that's where we're at. Games, but the, okay, but then drugs, what? Like, okay, I, I, I hear you what you're what saying. I mean? But then if we have, we do have ample access to as much contraception as people can handle. There's still a lot of abortions, which they good. Abort those babies. But I mean, but that's saying that those people were got pregnant while not being ready to be parents. Yeah. So the idea that well you don't we've we've eliminated the idea that you need to be responsible is not true. No, even that the the ability to have an abortion, that's a, another click in the non-responsibility, you know. So it's like I don't have to be married because the the baby is just going to be aborted and I won't have this commitment for the next fifty years of my life. You know what I mean? I so do. that's part of the solution to not to having sex before marriage you know what i mean it's like well i don't have to get married because we'll just have an abortion it's the same thing as putting a condom on i understand but one is one is taking responsibility exhibiting responsible behavior before making a decision one is trying to get out of the responsibility of the actions you already took yeah which still it's basically the same thing it's just i mean it washes it washes out very similar yeah but it's not quite the same thing some would say different. I think I prefer a society where people who have not, by whatever metric, earned sex get to have it, mm-hmm. or that by whatever metric have, do not like, by whatever societal metric do not deserve sex get to have it, as opposed to a society where you can only um, sort of legally or culturally acceptably have sex by achieving a certain sort of status mm-hmm. because i think when you impose that on people that's the type of society where people tend to like rape and people tend to abuse and people tend to be deviant you don't think people are deviant now oh i absolutely think they do but i think that the har- the the more sexual repression you impose on a society the more sexual deviancy will arise I see the argument for that, and I, I think there's something to that. I don't think people are happier now with sex, though. Or I don't think people are happier now in general than they were, say, 60 years ago. I, mean, I, I don't know. I, yeah, I don't know either. And but I, think, I, can see, and I, think, I can see that argument. And I think, to an extent, it's because sex is less meaningful than it used to be. Maybe, I mean, this is just my assumption, but I think it's right. <laughs> that having another assumption that, that we're pretty sure is that right. sex between two people who actually give a shit about each other versus like, well, we're not even going to talk to each other tomorrow. Like it's ignoring the, all the emotional and psychological ramifications that come from having sex with someone. I think that there are gains, um, in terms of happiness that have stemmed from hookup culture. And I think that it's it, it's like you, you were kind of. I mean, of, coming is way up. You were sure there's more coming. <laughs> Although I've heard that uh, millennials are having less sex than any other generation. Like it's on record lows, weirdly enough. So uh, like Generation they, Z is having more sex than millennials. Yeah, because okay. they masturbate so much. 
No, I think it's because they just don't. I think it's because they date less, and I think the reality of hookup culture is like maybe you have more partners, but you're not having as consistent of sex. Yeah, and then you, you know, like just because you're having like uh, what you're equating to depression from not having s- wait the the relationship that you have yeah the emptiness of the experience yeah exactly and so like you you have the relationship with that person over a period of time that gives you a more satisfaction than the hookup you were talking earlier about a different topic about how you were saying that you think our generation has gotten soft mm-hmm. and that we complain a lot about everything that's going wrong now but the reality is that we've kind of been living in like the best phase of it's like the Steven Pinker argument yeah more or less this is the best time to be like alive there, there's more people that have more wealth mm-hmm. more happiness than ever before and I think that's probably true for sex as well but I think it's just because we look at the present with such a under such a microscope it's easy for us to dwell upon the the real and the potential pitfalls of now as opposed to what happened, it's in it, it, where in comparison, it's much easier to be to romanticize the past because it's much easier. It's like when people say, like, "Man, my early twenties were so great," and right now it's kind of like, "Well, yeah, it's, yeah. It, having yeah. Pr- perspective is an incredibly hard thing to have." Right, and I kind of think that that's where we're at with sex right now. It's like, of course, there are issues of emptiness, and there's like inhumanity, and mm-hmm. there is. Um, that, like one can argue that there's like less meaning in sex, whatever. But I think that ultimately there's also a lot of good that comes from this. I agree. Like being in loveless marriages where you're married. Yeah. Will can speak from experience. <laughs> <laughs> you had a kid and you're like miserable, but yeah. you're there and because literally the you're... only way you can have sex is if you rape your own wife. <laughs> <laughs> The other thing that's better for that's better for the kid though. Is it though? I'm pretty no. positive. A loveless no marriage? No way. Uh, two pa- like there's, there's ample evidence that suggests kids who grow up with two parents versus one parent do way better in life by virtually every metric. There's no way that the kid in the loveless marriage knows anything about having a relationship with another person. Because all they see is a relationship. Oh yeah, I'm not saying it's all good. I'm not saying there aren't real problems with kids who grew up in a, with their parents having a loveless relationship. I'm familiar with it. My family is familiar with it. <laughs> well, I your, know your exactly. parents were divorced. My parents were divorced, and they hated each other, yeah. and every relationship my mom had was pretty bad. And I know cousins of mine, their parents fucking hate each other. Uh, Becky's parents, they don't hate each other, but they do. They haven't been in love in a long time. So I understand there are absolutely ramifications of that, but I think that is probably better than single parent households. I for think the kid, for the kid, really fucks up a kid. For the kid, I mean. I will say that my parents have been married forever. Me too. And they they do love Must each be other. Nice. But <laughs> I mean, in a lot of ways, it is very nice. Yeah. But I do like my parents were not at all affectionate towards one another, ever. And I do think they love each other. But like, I'm pretty sure my parents have not had. I, I wouldn't time. be. I wouldn't literally. I wouldn't be surprised if my sex, my parents <laughs> haven't had sex since I was like four. It's possible. Like my mom had a miscarriage when I was three. Oh wow. Okay. And uh, and I guess that was traumatic. Yeah. Um, I was biting kids because of it for a weird reason. Uh, yeah. That was oh, you were gonna, you were gonna be a brother and you, then you weren't. No, my mom said that it was – I have no memory of this, but my mom said that because I was all of a sudden they were paying less attention to me. Um, I was very upset, and I started biting lots of people. Well, and you probably also picked up on the tension in the house. <laughs> sure. Yeah. Right. But 
um, I do think that, like, I grew, I'm an only child, and I grew up in a household where my parents, were, while they, they do like each other, mm-hmm. but they basically just, like, sat next to each other. Like, my dad would sit in a separate chair for my mom, and they would talk for a long time, and they showed no physical intimacy that it did kind of fuck me up. I think all parents fuck up. Oh, yeah. All every, everyone fucks up their kids. It's an inevitability. Right. Yeah. I mean, I think there are ideals. But my argument yeah, was like, that two like, parent households it. are better than single parent households. That's probably true, but like the idea of. Uh, the <laughs> That was a weird time to come. <laughs> <laughs> but the idea of like a single parent household being better than a loveless marriage i don't think that that's true it's debate i mean maybe. i think it is true well I, 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 I yeah it it's, i mean it's very difficult like, i mean you, it's you, one you, thing if it's like a violent situation that's w- the worst case scenario but i think if two parents are just like we'll be civil to each other we'll be nice okay like malky's parents her mom's like 35 years older than her dad okay they fucking oh, hate wow. each other um, she, she was married off to her dad from a matchmaker. They stayed together because in Hasidic Judaism, you can't, uh, your kids can't get married unless you're married. That's okay. the only reason. So they want to get divorced. The mom wants to but get divorced. No, but no, but the, the kids, well, Malky is one of two of nine kids that got out of the faith. But the other seven kids, like three of them are married. The four are not married. They're like, Please, please get married. Please stay together because otherwise our lives are fucked. So That's the mom's so like, I'm. So the mom like really hates the dad. The dad is abusive. Uh, I don't know that that's better for those kids than if but that's, they would but just those be are, single. But those are extra strange orthodoxy. Of rules. course, those are yeah. extra strange, and that's an, that's a heightened example. But I, I I think that what that illustrates is that it's not as clean as there's. Oh, one. of course, yeah, yeah. There yeah. are situations that, that are worse. I think yeah. that the, there's a lot of issues with having growing up with parents that are in uh, that are separated. Mm-hmm. They, of course, yeah. That's really hard on a child, and that in a lot of situations it w- it might be better to have a loveless relationship. But there are. There are certainly loveless relationships that are worse. Of course. Yeah, and I think, you know, like two people doing raising a child is easier than one person raising a child. You know, and and uh, what what I'm saying is that the effects on that person's ability to maintain a relationship with another human being, that's what suffers in both instances. For sure. In the instance of a loveless marriage where they do stay together and a, a, a divorce wherein they're separated and then the kid has to go back and forth and do what have you. I mean, obviously, both of them aren't the ideal situation, but, you know, the kid just does what they see. So it sees mm-hmm. that every day of their life and then that's what they look out for and that's what they strive for as a as an adult looking for a relationship uh this is a really long episode how long is did you see me light you yeah we're probably at like 120 yeah almost exactly 117 i mean i don't have anywhere to be anymore so whatever me neither (laughs) yeah but yeah we see how long we can go and then see if anyone listens to it (laughs) oh i kind of like that rudy and terrence will listen (laughs) (laughs) i mean i will listen (laughs) the other other thing that what you said max or what we were talking about where the you know each generation is more prosperous than the last generally yeah right so like it's in the future you know all the things that we know and 
not not necessarily all of them, but a lot of the things that we think and know are are will be proven wrong and of course. And, and be obsolete. Mm-hmm. That fucks me up. I'm fucked up by that because I just I just see the way that people act and, and how we're operating and know that in the future it it's going to be wrong. Oh, in the future we're going to be monsters, right? I mean, looking when people in the future look back at now, exactly. Mon- people eventually, I think people have this illusion that we are post history, and I'm not the first one to say this. No, but there's this idea like, well, everything bad that's happened, that's in the past. We are set. Nothing. Like we recognize that there are problems in the world, but there's never going to be another dictatorship. We're never going to be slaves again. Nothing. We've we've learned all of our lessons. Humanity is set going forward. Like there's this mentality of like we're done, and now we can focus on the minutia instead of realizing that we are so fortunate to be where we are right now, and recognizing that when we look back on the past and say those guys were animals, the people are going to do that to us now. Yeah. Agreed. So get off the high horse a little bit. Agreed. And it it really lessens all of the things that you're worried about. It's like, or all the things that you know, quote unquote, you know, the science that is spewed at you. It's like, you know know that, that's that's fact. Yeah, of course. In, and then in the future, it's just like, no, that's not really how it was. Mm-hmm. You, th- this whole generation, it, th- you were wrong because we will evolve into something better, correct? Right? In theory. Maybe. And then the the question of like each generation being better than the last, I think there's been like like – Downs, you know, like the plague and shit like that. <laughs> yeah, that was a real bummer, <laughs> right? Or like the Great Depression. Like maybe the, you know, the 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 people in the twenties had it better than the people in the thirties. Oh, und- undoubtedly. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> so like that that idea, or it it kind of bums me out a little bit. What? Just like the the idea that uh, we're not perfect. No, not speak for yourself, nice. <laughs> <laughs> not necessarily that we're not perfect, but just like. That that everything you do or everything that's happening now in the future will be different. You know what I mean? Like it will be. It, it will. Does either, that lessen the impact of what you do now? You mean? Kinda. I mean, I just feel like it's like why stress over everything. Oh, if, I agree with if, that. Yeah, if you know that it it really doesn't mean very much, and like even in the in the. Uh, not necessarily like the history of humanity, but just in in your day to day, like uh, the next generation will see what you did and probably do something very different. Well, it's th- like nihilism, isn't it? A, a, a little bit. Well, like nothing matters. A I, little bit. I think the opposite of that is if you don't do what you quote unquote are supposed to do, there may not be that better future. Like, the better future re- relies on the present doing its job uh, relatively well. Yeah, okay. Right? Yep, Like, if, if, if we just shit the bed and, like, well, we're not going to work because everything's going to be fine yeah. and we're just going to sit on our phones and not do shit all day, well, then who's to say the future will actually be better? Cape Town's it, out of water. See? <laughs> I don't know what Fresh water? They're the first place that's running out of water. Like, they're running out of fresh water or what? Is something happening? That means they're turning off the taps and rationing water. The first place. In the next 20 years, there's like eight major cities that that's projected to happen to. It's like Mexico City, Barcelona, 
Tokyo, London, like they're projected. They're going to start rationing water. They're going to start rationing water. It's going to be that you turn on your faucet and nothing comes up. It's crazy. That's why it's good to live by these great lakes of ours. Mm-hmm. All by the tw- fresh water we want. By 2040, America is one of the countries that's projected to have the same issue. Not in Chicago. <laughs> <laughs> not in the land of the hot dogs. My, no. Not in my town. We got water forever. <laughs> you can always just grind up a hot dog and get the water out of it. <laughs> <laughs> you just gotta squeeze it. <laughs> Home of the hot dog. People don't have water, so they're not drinking hot dog. <laughs> <laughs> we got to start saving hot dog water now. It's going to be valuable in 30 years. <laughs> we'll store it in Italian beefs. <laughs> My mom, uh, she, she used to store water because she thought Y2K was going to bring the world down. That was hilarious. We Y2K. Had, we had 10 50-gallon drums of water in our basement. You're like Chinese people. My mom, My mom was a crazy person. She was a prepper. Yes. She was a doomsday prepper before that was a thing, mm-hmm. before there were TV shows about it. She, she had two years' worth of canned goods because she thought if she prepared our house, the neighborhood could come live with us. When I was 19, I worked at a grocery store, and all the Chinese people would constantly be buying giant basins of water. Did they say why? No. They barely said anything. They would, I mean, I bagged groceries. Okay. I didn't talk to <laughs> so like, but I you, would, But you didn't get the sense of, like, why? I mean, I thought something bad was... Uh, was, was 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 this was this Y2K? No, you were no. you were a kid. No, this was like 2010 or something. Okay. Do you know what Y2K was? Yeah. I don't know. You were a child. I was 12. Well, you were 12 for 9/11. You couldn't be 12 for both. <laughs> they were a year apart. <laughs> yeah, so you were 11. Ages are a state of mind. Um, yeah, ages exist on a spectrum. <laughs> are we done? Yeah, we just got the like kill sign from that. Oh, so we're done. Yeah, that's fine. <laughs>